you've mastered the art of maybe walking and a little bit of trotting without your stirrups, you're starting to feel more comfortable and now you want to take things a step or three further. What can you do without your stirrups? And how much time should you be spending without your stirrups in the saddle? I'm going to chat about it today. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and this is the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for riders and equestrians all over the world to help you create a plan for every time you're in the saddle, but also to help you move your progress, you and your horses progress forward in your riding and make sure you're not becoming stuck doing the same thing over and over and over again. You know, there is nothing as, I suppose, effective at destroying your ability to enjoy your time in the saddle as doing the same exercise over and over. And I feel this is really important for both the rider and the horse. It becomes boring, the horses become sour, but I think the riders become a little sour as well. And my goal here with this podcast and with Strides for Success in general is just to help you keep moving forward, help it keep, I suppose, inspired, keep working towards something. And this week we're talking all about stirrups. But before I get into that, I would love to invite you to join me on a live masterclass that's going to be happening um, very soon, the last day of October 2017, the first day of November 2017, if we're listening to this in real time, all about getting back into the saddle after a break. Now, this is going to be suitable even if you have confidence issues or if you're a fairly newbie rider. There's going to be uh, things in there that are definitely going to help you as well. And you can find out more over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash webinar. All the details are there and I cannot wait to have you join me there. This is something I am absolutely passionate about, um, getting people back into the saddle, particularly people who've been out of the saddle for a while. I have a big thing about it because I myself was there in that situation. So I understand exactly how difficult it can be and all the challenges that show up around doing that. So again, you can join me over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash webinar. So today we're talking all about stirrups. Now, last week we kind of took the conversation to getting started without our stirrups. Okay, it was it was the the ABCs of it. It was the basics. Okay, today we're moving the conversation on quite swiftly, and I don't recommend if you only just got started with stirrups uh, in doing what we're going to be talking about today. But we're moving the conversation on to actually what you can do riding wise that's going to not only help you but also help your horse and how riding without stirrups can be beneficial for both of you and for both of your progress as well and that's where we want to take things today. So without your stirrups how often should we be doing it? Now I would definitely recommend at least one day a week riding without stirrups. Now not completely without stirrups and I think there's lots of different kind of things that we have to I suppose take into account when we're talking about without stirrups. Now, some of us wouldn't have the greatest seat in the world, okay? And of course, riding without our stirrups is going to help that because that's one of the big advantages of riding without stirrups is you really and truly will help. It'll help you develop or cultivate that independent seat and better a better seat and better feel in the saddle. But if you don't already have that, riding without stirrups can be, well, it can be a bit hard on both of you, okay? It can be hard on your bum and it can be hard on your horse's back. So I wouldn't recommend going out and spending hours and hours going without your stirrups. However, if you could incorporate riding without stirrups once a week into your riding or 
or maybe 10 minutes every day. And that would be where I would rather send you. So a 10 minute kind of a, a part of your schooling every single day going without your stirrups and of course November is synonymous with no stirrups no stirrups November okay and uh, you could indeed take that on board as a little mini challenge for yourself and your horse to ride every time you're riding in November do so 10 minutes a day without your stirrups okay now I'm talking 10 minutes not so much the warming up and the cooling off you can go without your stirrups then as well uh, maybe not the warming up so much but definitely the cooling off part you can definitely go but I'm talking about actually working today like working your horse okay that's where we're going today with this conversation okay so if we were talking and turning our attention to working your horse and working the horse without stirrups and if we were going to do so on the saddle what could we do you can basically do anything that you would do with your stirrups okay so it all depends again on your fitness, your horse's fitness. It depends on how well you can balance and how well you can control yourself. If you're having to balance using your hands, your reins, then no, you can't just do anything, okay? You'll have to rein it in there a little. Um, but if you're able to balance yourself, if you have the independent seat, brilliant. This will just keep things kind of ticking over and keep it finely tuned for you, okay? If you're still busy developing the independent seat, a way you could maybe incorporate this is to be lunged without your stirrups, okay? And of course, without your reins as well, or with one rein, if you're still developing the independent seat, you could maybe work on putting both reins into one hand and working that way. But if you are fairly independent, you can pretty much do anything that you could do with your stirrups. Now, anything being really and truly anything, okay? So we could look at maybe just doing our basic transitions. And I find doing things like basic transi transitions and then also loops and turns, they are fantastic for showing you different kind of aspects that maybe you would miss when you have your stirrups. So I mentioned last week how riding without our stirrups sometimes can increase our awareness in what we're doing and just in our basic uh, aids that otherwise maybe go a little bit onto autopilot for us, okay? So when we're without our stirrups and when we're doing our turns, maybe some circles, so maybe some school movements such as serpentines or figures of eights, okay? If we're doing it without our stirrups, you'll very quickly start to see where maybe you are collapsing a shoulder or dipping a hand or doing things you shouldn't be doing okay uh, your your backside migrating to the outside of the saddle is a big one for a lot of people and that shows up big time when we're talking about riding without stirrups on a circle okay you'll see people and and suddenly that everything's lovely and and everything I suppose is where it should be and then within I would say not even one circuit of the circle in either trot or canter they're suddenly kind of hugging the outside of the saddle and basically hanging on for dear life as they're doing so okay so that can be a great way of showing up little issues like that as they are happening, okay? Now, there's other ways that you can definitely use riding without your stirrups in order to, well, just become better and more effective in the saddle. So things like, as I mentioned before, your transitions. Very often when we have our stirrups, we have a tendency to use them a little bit too much, okay? So rather than maybe becoming light through a transition, we can become a little bit heavy through the transition. It sounds a little bit counterintuitive, but it's true, okay? When you're without your stirrups, you become more aware of what's happening, particularly around your, your waist area, the middle part, okay? And 
you can see this, I think, as, as an instructor looking at people in the arena, a big place where this shows up a lot for many riders, and it's very eye-opening, is the walk-to-canter transition. I was just about to say the canter-to-walk transition. That's a whole different kettle of fish, though, isn't it? The walk-to-canter transition, it shows up, okay? So what you could do is you could work your horse maybe going from walk-to-canter, maybe working four or five strides of canter. If you need a little bit longer, go a little bit longer and then transitioning it back down to trot and back down to walk again, okay? If you can, you can transition from the canter back to the walk. It's all up to yourself, okay? But we're talking specifically walk to canter. So this shows up a couple of different ways with your riding when you're riding without stirrups. First of all, if you're sitting correctly in the saddle. So a lot of riders, they kind of take the whole weighting the inside seat bone and particularly the scooping of the inside seat bone and I'm using my uh, kind of air quotations here scooping of the inside seat bone when they're transitioning into canter they, they really take it to heart eh? they, they they're like oh it's like they want to just rub their horse out there with it okay so I want you if you're going to be working with this you'll notice that first of all, I want you to focus on what's happening with your seat and then notice how the movements that you have to do are so much more subtle. And also notice how when you don't have your stirrups there to maybe stabilize your legs a bit, you'll see how movements that you thought were maybe fairly subtle with your seat and your hips, they're actually a little bit, well, they're, they're, oh, they're, they're far reaching and they, they become a lot more extravagant than what you thought. And it shows up with your legs doing all sorts of things that they probably shouldn't be doing. Okay. So it's a great eye opener. So I would definitely advise that transition if you can ride it. Of course, I wouldn't suggest doing any of these if you can't do it with your stirrups. You know, you have to, you, we, common sense needs to be exercised here. Okay. As you're doing it. So the walk to canter transition is a great one. And then of course, transitions back down. Another great one would be serpentines. Um, but we all know Lorna loves the serpentines, okay? But the serpentines, because because of that change, that how you're changing, you're kind of bending from one side to the other, it's very eye-opening to see if there's any migration of your bum to the outside of the saddle going on. But not only that, migration of the, the shoulders as well, okay? And that will definitely show up all that for you as well there. So basically, just kind of rounding off with this, I am challenging you to take 10 minutes each time you ride this week. And if you can for the month, oh, go for it, hey? Uh, take 10 minutes out of each ride, 10 minutes where you're working your horse, schooling, not, not the warm-up, okay? The schooling section and riding without your stirrups. And I would love to hear how you get on. Of course, you can jump inside the Facebook groups over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash community um, and let us know how you're getting on with the whole riding without your stirrups. But what I could also urge you to do, if you're feeling a little bit like, ooh, Lorna, that might be a bit beyond me, come join us on the masterclass. You'll absolutely love it. I can guarantee you that if you have been out of the saddle, if you're feeling a little bit nervy or not even, maybe it's not confidence, maybe it's time, maybe it's all those other things that get in the way, okay? That was my issue. Um, but uh, maybe that's what it is. If you're having struggles with that, I can guarantee you, you will be riding within seven days of listening to this, okay? Of joining us there. It is live and you can find out all the details over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash webinar. Have an awesome week. Keep well and I will chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.